Hey, listeners here. Wow. <laughs> hey, listeners. Greedy here. Just a heads up, there will be several spoilers in this episode. Look to the show notes for the spoiler topic and skip to the next segment when you hear the tone, if you so wish. That was gold. So how are we sounding, Greedy? I think we're sounding pretty good. Okay. So you're good? I'm good. You're good? I'm good. Are you, are you good? good? There's a cock up there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I wonder how many times we're going to get comments on it before the recording. Yes. Until we just take it down. No. The, the <laughs> cock is never going away. <laughs> Everyone loves the cock. Really? Especially the big red cock. Yes. Warning for underage listeners. This is an adult-oriented podcast. There will be frequent references to kink, sex, crude language, and various other grotesqueries. If you're under 18 and looking for answers and upfront advice about sex, please visit scarletteen.com. Also... For the dude bro listeners out there, this is nerdy shit. Go away. Welcome to the Gotham Press Podcast. This is a verbal orgy about anything like the Grappenberg spot. The difference between Star Trek and Star Wars. The finer points of throwing a pair of floggers and just whatever the hell we find to talk about. That said, if you have a desire to learn these and many more kinktastic nerdgasms, stay tuned. Welcome back, Gothamites. Greedy, how you feeling? Dude, I am energized. I'm, I'm feeling good. You're energized? Heck yeah. What has you so energized? Well, I've been on the go since 4.30 this morning, and it is now hmm, 6 o'clock at night. So I, I've just been moving all day long, and I've had some uh, energy drinks, and... You look jittery. A little bit. Is it the drugs? It could be. And you say at night, I think the sun's still up. Clouds are covering it. Yeah, yeah, kind of. But hey, that's what happens when you start getting closer to the summer. Yeah. Well, spring. Spring, yeah. <sighs> How are you, Awesome? I'm doing all right. Doing all right. Had a fairly good day, actually. Yeah? Yep. Want to talk about it? Well, always, but... Don't do it here. <laughs> hey, you know what, Greedy? We have a guest. <laughs> I like how you just segue into that. I know. Uh, you know what? Hey, Greedy, we have a guest. We do. <laughs> Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. Who are you? Not yours. <laughs> Wait, I, I you like... mean you're not mine? Nope. So, <laughs> not so... his. Nope, not yours. Just not okay. yours. Not yours. <laughs> Hi, not yours. I'm Greedy. Pleasure to meet you. <laughs> Oh, greedy! Yeah, you, you are a national treasure. You know that. I I would love to think that, but no. Don't worry, Nicholas Cage will come get you, steal you away. <laughs> <laughs> that would be creepy. Exactly. <laughs> You'd enjoy it. Uh, your kink is not my kink, and that's okay. It's not my kink either. It's just what's going to happen to you. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. You know, if uh, Angelino Jolie wanted to come and kidnap me and take me somewhere far away, as long as my mistress was included in it, I'd be cool with it. But uh, Nick Cage, eh, he can uh, go fondle a pile of goat balls. What's wow. he even fondling balls? No, Nick Cage can do that. Oh. You ever notice how every single one of his movies, he has that one pose. He's got to make that that thinking, that that... that 
deep thought before he commits to doing something pose. Oh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I can't stand that. Well, it's, you... it's like blue steel for Nick Cage. <laughs> <laughs> then you just don't go see his movies. I don't. <laughs> uh, anyway, hi, Naughty Horse. Hi. How are you today? I'm good. You're good? Mm-hmm. Welcome to our illustrious studio. Thank you. It's nice in here. We, we try. It's, it's uh, coming along. It's kind of dark. Well. I'm allergic to the sun, though. So. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so you're a vampire, a succubus? <laughs> What's happening here? <laughs> Greedy. Yo. What are you doing on your phone? I am looking at the show notes for today. Oh, you're looking. So, Greedy, where can they find us? Well, they can find us on Facebook at the Gotham Press Podcast, uh, Twitter, Gotham Press Pod, email gothampresspodcast at gmail.com, BDSembler at Gotham Press Podcast, Discord, Gotham Press Podcast, FetLife, the Gotham Press, Patreon is patreon.com slash Gotham Press Podcast, YouTube, Gotham Press Podcast, uh, and all your major podcatchers, um, including Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, etc. Why don't we have Podcast Addict listed there? Because that's that's the most user friendly podcast or podcatcher. I think I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna add it in uh, Podcast you Addict. Should, you should do that because yeah, I've never that. used Podcast Addict. Oh, dude, it's so much easier. Um, and uh, finally, YouTube. Or, I'm sorry. <laughs> our website. Wow. I already said YouTube. Our website. Uh, what is it? Uh, Podbean.com. Uh, Podbean. Come God on. God damn it. You can do it. Gothampress.podbean.com. That's it. You almost had it, man. I know. So I'm, close. I'm working on it. Listeners, you should give him a shout out on the Discord for doing uh, so well. <laughs> wait, wait. Now yours. Clap. Oh, don't do that. Well done. <laughs> You're just reinforcing him. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> We're reinforcing your good behavior, Greedy. Uh, well, yeah. Gotta love it and hate it at the same time. What, good behavior? Yeah, yeah. Because so, it doesn't get any punishment. <laughs> so what you're saying is you brat. Sometimes. You? Sometimes. Everybody brats. Everybody does? Everybody does. Yes. Tell me, as a dom, that you've never given a sub, any, any of your submissives, a task that they are doomed to fail just so that they can fail and be punished i won't say doomed to fail i will say ill-equipped to succeed semantics asshole. <laughs> same thing hey just because they're ill-equipped does not mean that they can't succeed potato fucking potato <laughs> you know what greedy yo you're an amazing person that is that is the dom equivalent of bratting what be saying that you're an amazing person no setting somebody up to fail oh. <laughs> You saying I'm an amazing person, we all know that you're lying. So you're saying you're not an amazing person? No, I just know that you're lying. <laughs> Listeners, you see what happens when I try to give Greedy an honest compliment? I don't take he compliments just well. He throws it right back at my face. It's so easy. Wow. We love you, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway. Hey, we got a, we got a rundown. Yeah, we do. Here's something that we can all talk about. Oh, my God. Have you seen it? What? Love, a... Death, and Robots. Yes. Oh, God. I love it. <laughs> I think that was Greedy's equivalent of a squee. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. So, uh, season one has been completely released, and I, I watched... Uh, 
episodes two, three, four, and five with my mistress and her hubby. Uh, admittedly, she probably fell asleep somewhere about the first quarter of episode two. Um, but uh, her hubby and I watched the the four episodes together, and it was like, oh my god, this is awesome because he'd seen he'd seen uh, previous oh, four. I'm awesome. He had seen previews for it, and um, he told me it's it's a show that I, I really should watch because I would really like it. I was skeptical, you know, because I'm I'm usually not a fan of animated TVs. I, I just, it's not your thing. It's not my thing, and that's okay, you know. But when when it came on, it was like, oh yeah, okay. This is this is kind of like animated Black Mirror or animated uh, uh, Twilight Zone. Yes, it was epic. Every story, every episode is a standalone episode, and they're they're only like ten or twelve minutes long each. Uh, they range between, I believe, eight and eighteen minutes at the most. Oh well, they go by quick. And, they do. Uh, well, they're I, good stories. Oh yeah, they are. So uh, after after the first five episodes, I came home and binged the rest of it. Wait, you said you started at episode two? Did you watch episode one? Yes, I've I've gone back and seen episode one. Okay, one of my favorites. <laughs> yes. Uh, All right. So, greedy. Yeah. Favorite episode. Uh, actually, the, I'll, I'll do this. Okay. Favorite two. Okay. Uh, favorite two um, is the the. Uh, I want to say it's kind of like a Groundhog Day thing, but shared between the two people: the guy and the girl that witness a murder. Oh yes, the witness. Yes, uh-huh. that that's one of mine. Oh my god, that is that was fucking gold. Um, I, I I had I spoke with a friend of mine about the episode. Yeah, and he gave me a theory about it that I hadn't considered. What's that? They are in purgatory. Okay, if you want to the, throw a religion. At well, that, well, yeah. Well, he's just saying because the way they have to keep repeating and repeating like that. Mm-hmm. It's I can see it from a aspect of hey, this is just an endless loop that they're in. But what will put them in that endless loop? They did something horrible. You want to know my theory on it? What's your theory? Glitch in the Matrix. Possibly, too, yeah. I mean, theoretically, all of the episodes could be... They're all all technology-based. Yes, they are. So it it could very, very easily stand that this is a computer simulation that's just gone fucking wrong. And that would be horrible. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so my second favorite episode yes. was the Russians episode. Also the the last one. Yeah, I enjoyed that. I yes, I like the fact that the sun ran was sent off. Oh my god. Okay, so so that's that's the main reason that I like it so much. I I love I love epic epic shows. I love where there's acts of heroism. And tell me for for one split second that. A father making the ultimate sacrifice, standing his ground with his comrades, sending his son off to get the message out, knowing that he's going to be killed in just a few minutes, but doing his job anyway. Tell me that is not the ultimate act of heroism. That was... Here was my thing. My problem was I kept thinking, oh dear God, they're going to get the son before he gets out. Because shows like that, sometimes that kind of stuff happens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh what about you, not yours? What what two episodes did you like the best? I like the first one. That's like my all-time favorite. Okay. What did you like about it best? It was so fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the introduction to the whole series. Yes. Or to the whole season. Mm-hmm. You know. 
and naked people. So <laughs> naked people are good. Oh, dude. So um, I came into the uh, <coughs> I came in about halfway through the first episode, mm-hmm. and I, I I wasn't watching it. I was over over there still. Um, the the uh, G kids came in. Oh, yeah. And not for them. As as I see one of them turning up to look at the TV, I snapped to get their attention over to me. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just blew up about something unrelated, totally unrelated, <laughs> absolute bullshit, and told them go back out there and do what you're supposed to do. <laughs> do they have something they were supposed to be doing? No. <laughs> I feel I feel awful about it, but at the same time, there was cartoon fucking on the TV. Yeah. That's that's the very last thing they need to walk into their grandparents' room and see. Right. You know? right. So, yeah, I, I successfully diverted their attention from the TV, uh, but had to go apologize to them 45 minutes later. <laughs> After you watch more episodes? No, no. He, oh. he shut off at that point. I, like I said, I'd come into the room um, like halfway through episode one. I, right. I wasn't watching it. I just saw, oh, naked. Kids, hey! <laughs> so I will save you. Yeah, yeah, they they don't know. Um, someday and, when they're old enough to watch that, then I'll explain to them, hey, remember that time you walked in there and I just blew up at you? This is why! <laughs> if they remember, they might not remember. Yeah, they, they may uh, just think it was... I've, I've never done anything like that to them before. Oh. So I'm, I'm pretty certain they will. Yeah. <gasps> Greedy's a bad man! <laughs> uh, no, um... But yeah. Oh, what was your second favorite episode? Second favorite, I don't remember the title of it, but it was the one where um, the female was an animal type. Oh, yes. And she gets turned into the robot. Well, against her will. Against her will. Uh-huh. But yeah, that was that was a I like oh, that episode. Oh, the 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 fox the, the fox, fox episode. Yeah. yeah yes. I that was a good one. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed and then that. She one. gets her revenge. She, oh, <laughs> that she did. <laughs> I, I want to know a little more about the backstory of those creatures. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, thank you for stoking that in my memory because I've got to I've got to do some googling now. Uh, not right this second, but yeah, hopefully not. <laughs> I, I want to know, know more about it because there there has to be something something behind that all. Yeah, fox mm-hmm. spirits. Those are a big thing in uh, Japan. I had no idea. Well, that's what you get for not watching anime. Yeah, not my cup of tea. I, I saw I saw one anime when I was a kid, uh, and I got grounded for six months. Uh, Vampire Hunter D. <laughs> it's a good one. It's oh fun. yeah, admittedly it is. But when my mother walked in on a uh, girl that looked like she was a teenager, uh, standing head down in front of a vampire with her robe wide open, you could see everything she had to offer. Yeah, that didn't go over with my uh, religious parents very well. I wouldn't think so. Uh, but you got better. Yeah, they still don't know. I'd say you got better, not them. I know. <laughs> so uh, tell us tell us what your other favorite episode was. All right, so yeah, as we said, The Witness was, was uh-huh. one of my favorites. I enjoyed the, uh, the mech episode, the one right after The Witness, I believe. Uh, the Farmers. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> yes, I, yeah. well, I just I love anything with mechs generally. Mm-hmm. So that one was just like I wasn't expecting that, and they went through with some shit <laughs> on that episode. Yeah, they did. Uh, one of the other episodes I really liked, but isn't in my, my top two. 
the one that was voiced, uh, the uh, voiceover was from, uh, I cannot remember the actor's name, but The Brain from Pinky and the Brain. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one too. Yeah, it was great. I the, the, heard the, his the, voice. Day, the day the yogurt took over. Yep, the yogurt. I, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I heard his voice, and uh, Shock and I looked at each other and says, "That's the brain." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a good one. Uh, he he said the name. I don't remember the guy's name, but yeah, okay. I should know, uh, but I don't. <laughs> oh, um, one of the other really really deep thought kind of ones. Yeah, the one where. They were in space and they got knocked off course. Yeah, she had to use her arm. No, oh god, oh! Gosh, I forgot about that, that. Was, one. That was brutal. Not oh, what, that which one. one are you talking about? Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah. That one was. That was hard to watch. Yeah, that yeah it was. It was a great episode. Oh, it's yeah. something I will only ever watch once because I have no desire to see that episode again, even though it was amazing. Well, you got it. You got to admit, she had a great attitude about it when, when oh, yeah. uh, on the calm after the incident, she's uh, the the other guy says, can I offer you a hand? And she says, yeah, funny you should say that. Yeah, <laughs> I get that. But uh, no, no, I was talking about the one, um, at, I believe it was either just after or just before that one where they went into a hypersleep yeah, and yeah. they got knocked off course. And wound up going something like 1,500 light years out of their way. Yeah. And oh, that whole episode, like the whole, like when it sounded like something's definitely wrong here, something yeah. is definitely wrong. And when he came out of the pod and you saw how he really looked, yep. My first thought was, how long has he actually been in there? How many times has he played through this same scenario? Yeah, yeah because at the very end, it was him just starting it all over. Uh huh. Yeah. Man. Anyway, that show's fucking amazing. Yeah that that was that was. Yeah. Definitely need a season two from Netflix. Uh, season Definitely. two through 200. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I will watch produced. season one again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah I'll, I'll definitely be watching it again. Except that one arm. Hey, uh, I think that, like, what was the name of it? Here's the thing. I looked at the name of that episode, Helping Hand. Oh. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. I'm like, that's kind of spot on. <laughs> Lucky number 13 was a good one, too. Yeah, I liked yeah, that one, that too. That was. Yeah. That, that, that plane, it knew. Mm-hmm. It knew. <laughs> well, the fact that it, it had a uh, conscience, if you'll if you'll give it that much, yeah, um, to wait for the assaulting force to rush yeah. in and try and take it, yeah, and then set off. That was that was great. That was really good. <sighs> yeah. Oh, I think we've gushed enough about <laughs> about love, death, and robots. I want season two tomorrow. Oh, real quick. One last thing about that. What's that? Episode two. Our neighbor at the uh, at our former residence, next door lady. Crazy cat lady. Yeah. Yeah. She's going to be the cause of that. <laughs> <laughs> you know she is. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I did not expect that to be what was going on, but as soon as it happened, that was my very first thought. She finally gave them sentience. Yeah, I, okay. We don't want that. What do you think of the trash pile episode? Oh, the dump? Uh-huh. I liked it. It's, it was a little bit of a reach for me. Okay. Because my thought was, all right, when the thing... <laughs> wait, wait a second. 
That one was the reach. Hold on, hold on, no, no. <laughs> no, the reason the reason was a reach for me. Okay, was because you have this giant creature that has basically just been attacking everything. So why is it not attacking this guy? My thought was because it's the dog. Well, not that because he hadn't seen he hadn't interacted with the thing before. No, my thought was what he said. Whenever it ate something, it kind of absorbed them. Mm-hmm. So when it ate his friend, it absorbed his friend. Maybe it also ate his dog. That's possible. It did, too. The, the dog, dog his friend. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Suddenly, suddenly, now it's got two creatures inside it that have good feelings toward this guy. A connection toward this guy. Oh hey, you know, I'm gonna be your friend. <laughs> 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 that poor government schlub. <laughs> oh. Does does that mean the trash pile became a little bit more of a bureaucrat at that point? <laughs> Possibly. <sighs> good times, good times. All right, moving on to the next thing. Must we? Well, eventually we have to. I I I don't know anything about this. I will give you all give you all a preface. I don't do scary movies. I'm aware that you so, don't do scary movies. When uh, when I see the new voice of Chucky, <laughs> I'm yeah. not going to research that. That's fine. I, I, so I'm, I'm going to sit this one out. It's okay. I don't Be- know anything about the new... About the new one? Yeah. You've seen the original, yes? Charles Play? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so the oh, voice... Like a very long time ago. Right, well, it's an old movie. The voice for the new one is somebody that you like, Greedy. I don't know that I want to know this. Somebody that has been in the voice acting game for a while, but uh-huh. started off in the galaxy far, far away. Will Wheaton? No. No. <laughs> Will Wheaton oh, was God. in the galaxy far, tell far away. Tell me it's not Mark Hamill. Winner, winner. Fuck. You don't have to see the movie. I won't be. Now I'm now every time I see Mark Hamill, I'm going to picture fucking Chucky. You're going to picture fucking Chucky? You sick bastard! <laughs> yeah, Mark Hamill fucking Chucky. No, I said you. You said you're fucking Chucky. You and your dolls. <laughs> mm, dollophilia. I don't know if that's the term. <laughs> I don't think it is, but I'm not sure. But that was just a quick blurb for that. It was kind Chucky. of yeah. I, I I don't know. I don't know what to think about that. The man's got a job. <laughs> yeah, he, admittedly, he is great. He's he's good at his job. I mean, he's got a wonderful voice. He can he can fluctuate it. He can change it. Um, I'm just wondering I, if he's going to make a uh, quick thing for, of the Joker's voice in there. Swear to God, he he better not go all Heath Ledger on us. Oh oh no no, he's too old for that. No, he's not. Sure, he is. No, mental stress is never an age based thing. That's true. This is true. It's true. Mark Hamill, don't leave us, please. Mark, we need you around. I feel listen to this. Yeah, I can, al- cool. I can always tag him on Twitter. Do it. Do it. Not right this second. Not right this second. No, I mean, we've <laughs> got to post the episode first. This is true. This is true. Anyway, so Greedy. Yo. We've got a new term this week. Oh. Quirt jerking my leg. Quirt jerking your leg. No, no, I'm not jerking anything on you. Okay, so what is the what is the word? Quirt. Quirt. It's a type of buggy whip used for whipping the submissive. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> Suddenly, everybody, uh, both of the uh, 
you seem very excited by this. Have you encountered one of these before, Greedy? Uh, no, not a not a quirt, but I have encountered single tails, various types of single tails, and I I enjoy them to a point. You know, um, I'm more of a heavy heavy impact play. A lot of submissives I run into are more of the study type. But I, I do also enjoy some uh, sharp sting, and that's that's what most single tail toys are going to give you. Right. So, um, yeah, I, I'm okay to try it. I'm down to try any time. But uh, I can only take so much of that. <laughs> How about yourself, not yours? I'm not sure, because when I get in Headspace, I feel like they just do their business back there and... I don't look. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just floating and enjoying myself. <laughs> well, uh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Google Quirt real quick just because I want to know exactly what we're talking about. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so for this week, listeners, uh, the way to get in contact with us about the word. Uh, Greedy, I'm thinking Facebook. Okay. Facebook. And on Facebook, don't necessarily post it to our page. Uh, send us a message on Facebook. That sound good to you, Greedy? Sounds good. All what right. are they sending us? Quirt. Oh my god, I did Quirt, and the first thing that comes up is the Magic Quirt audiobook by L. Ron Hubbard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's the Scientology guy. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Greedy, don't go into Scientology. There's the definition of it. Uh, short-handled riding whip with a braided leather lash. Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay. So it's not the one that I was thinking of. Uh, the ones pictured appear to be uh, double tongue, so it's not going to be exactly what I was thinking, but it still looks fun. Don't you have one over there? Awesome. I have a similar one. Sadly, it is much out of my reach right now. <laughs> I could get up and get it, but you can see it later. Yeah. Yeah, I can, I can always play with it later. <laughs> Quit giving me that look, Greedy. I'm scared. You should be. <sighs> the things I do for you listeners. Mm. Not greedy. What yeah, see, when, when you said it was a uh, a buggy riding uh, crop style thing or whip style thing, mm-hmm. I was think I was picturing the uh, four foot long springy pole with the four foot long fall on it. Oh, I know Sean. Um, I don't know what those are called either, but yeah. Even even so, even this one's so. still going to be a stingy thing. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Moving on from the term of the yeah the court the term of the week. Uh, also, one last thing, listeners, Yo. if you want to get in on the current giveaway, you're going to send us a message on Facebook, Gotham Press Podcast. Uh, so moving on, I had something happen to me this morning, not directly to me, but just something that I encountered. What's that? I was checking my Facebook, which I rarely do nowadays. Okay. And on there, one of my younger cousins, she's about 20 now, I want to say. Yeah. Makes me feel old every time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it just makes me feel old every time. But she actually put on a post saying, does anybody know what BDSM is? And my first thought was, oh, shit. Oh, shit. I don't know if I should answer this question. <laughs> well, are you out to any of your family? No. No, my family knows nothing. So what do you do when a family member or friend 
says something lifestyle related. Hey, I'm kind of thinking about getting kinky. What does BDSM mean? (laughs) Uh, I saw you at this event. Or just has a question about like that. Just any questions about lifestyle type things. Mm -hmm. My first thought is, I want to answer this. (laughs) But if I answer this, that's just going to start more questions. Mm-hmm. And it's a matter of do I feel comfortable with the people that would be asking the questions at that point? Riddle me this: Have you ever read a book with BDSM in it? Have I? Yes. Okay. So if anybody asks, you could say I read a book once. <laughs> Just once. <laughs> That's all that it really takes. I That's mean, true. yeah. That's true. It's it's not lying. I mean, technically, it's lying by omission, but. You know, they're not asking. Well, then the next question is, well, what book was that? <laughs> Story of O. <laughs> <laughs> Which I actually own but have never finished. The Ethical really? Slut. Really? I've never actually read it. Oh, you need to read it. What? Are you, are you wedding about me not finishing The Story of O? Yes. I read about halfway through. What happened was this. When I first got into the lifestyle stuff, uh, the person that introduced me to things... She let me borrow the story of O. And I got about halfway through and then had ended up having to give it back uh, for unrelated reasons. So after a while, I just went ahead and bought my own copy. I just never got back to it. Oh. Yeah. So. That's a shame. I've got, here's the thing. I've got like four or five kink books that I'm literally in the middle of all of them. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I need to learn how to finish a book. <laughs> Don't tell me you saw the movie because the movie. I did not see the shit. movie. I didn't know it was even a movie, so... I knew... Actually, were you here that night? There was one, uh, I want to say party night, where we actually put the movie on, but I didn't watch it. Couldn't tell you. Mm. Yeah. Well, you you only have eyes for your mistress on party nights. Yeah, basically. As it should be. As it should yes, be. Yes, it should. <laughs> Technically, most days... Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm often just thinking about her, so... Sorry, world. As you should be. I believe that's how it should be. But that's just me. What about you, Greedy? Have you ever had a friend or family member come out to you? I have. I I had uh, one of my buddies um, ask me about something that I told him when uh, when we lived together years and years before. And... um, I had no idea why he would mention that. You know, it, it wasn't it wasn't a kink related thing. It was a medical related thing, and uh, it it led him to believe that I was into into an alternative lifestyle. He asked me if I had heard of ABDL. Okay. And I I looked at him and I you know what I'd, I'd heard I'd heard the initials before. I knew what I knew what lifestyle it was, but this is a buddy of mine from. Uh, childhood from from we, we we were best friends when we were toddlers all the way up through uh, high school and into college um, we went to church together every single week we went to summer camps together we went to winter camps together we did everything together so when this guy that I've only ever known by family and by church suddenly asks me something about kink 
I had no idea if there was another ABDL out there. It turns out there's not. So <laughs> <laughs> so I approached him at a later date and said, I said to him, hey, um, that thing you asked me about, uh, I know I know what it is. Okay, I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to judge you about it. Um, but what what do you what do you know? What are you into? And he tells me that you know I've I've had these fantasies since I was since I was younger and um, and it's it's something I I kind of want to bring my wife into, but she's gonna look at me like I'm weird. That can be a big issue. Yeah. So, so there is there is an issue there. Uh, he's he's not he's not telling her, you know. Well, I was thinking more along the lines of when he, when or if he did. Yeah. That can be another issue. It can, and it goes back to the communication and relationship issue. Um, if you're if you're not telling your significant other things that are especially deep things for your life, then. It's it's leaving leaving voids in your relationship, you know. If if I didn't tell my mistress everything, eventually she would find out. Okay, it, it always happens. I've I've never seen a relationship where there was a secret kept that eventually the significant other didn't find out. Right. Right. So eventually it's going to happen, and when that happens. There's the issue of why the hell didn't you tell me? That's that's a little thing. Why didn't you tell me? I mean, it could be a, it could be a big thing to them, you know. But you can't ever judge that for yourself. You are not them, so don't don't assume that. Hey, this is this is a big deal for me, so she is going to freak out because she's vanilla. I mean, that's true. Who knows? She may be a mommy. She might. She might be a closet mommy, and he just doesn't know. Mm-hmm. So you never know. And until you ask, until you mention it, you never know. That's the advice that I would give you. Until you say something, you never know. True. The, my main problem is that I've known her all of her life. <laughs> okay, so how about, how about approaching it this way? What do you know about this? Ah. What do you know about BDSM? Okay. I mean, that's that's not going to trigger any red flags, you know. That's going to get the information that she's after. O- open-ended questions are always a good thing. True. Ask her something that's going to get her talking. So, once she's talking, once she's on the road like stu- uh tumbling down the rabbit hole as it <laughs> were, um telling you, "Well, uh, I, I saw this online, or I saw this in a book, or I got invited to a party, or, you know, something like that. And eventually, eventually it'll get there, even if, if you pursue it, you know? Even if she doesn't want it to get there... It goes. It goes. So, yeah, that's, that's my two cents. What about you, not yours? Have you ever had any sort of situations like that? Yes. And usually uh, I let the other person talk. And uh, use open-ended questions like Greedy was saying. So There's a theme here. I, I, I'm recognizing that. <laughs> How did it go in your situation? It went well, and I ended up coming out to them. So you may wind up having a confidant here. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if this person is some, somebody you would want to rely on, but, you know. <laughs> well, at least at that point... 
when going to family reunions and stuff, I could have somebody I could just talk about things with. <laughs> you could. Instead of the way it usually goes for me, hey, family, yeah, okay, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of how it goes for me, too. Mm. All of my family is uh, devoutly religious now, and um, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, it so, happens. Yeah. Family get-togethers are always fun. To put on that fake face for them? I've given up on the fake face for them. All right. I, I, you keep on your face, just tell them, don't look if you don't want to be scared. <laughs> no, I... My my mother, uh, she uh, she is convinced that I'm gay. Oh, is she still convinced that I'm your gay yeah, lover? She is. <laughs> Whatever you know, it's it's thrown her off the scent. So if she wants to, if she wants to try to deny that fallacy, okay, that's fine by me. You know, is she she has no idea about the kink. She has no idea about my mistress or about my polyamory or about. You know, anything. Anything. That's fine. She thinks that my my soul is going to be eternally damned for what we don't do in the bedroom. But <laughs> you know, uh, that's that's all that's on her. <laughs> wow. There's 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 words there. I, I see them forming. There are lots of words, but I just can't form them. Yeah, so uh, so last time last time I spoke with my mom, um, it was actually her uh, her birthday party, and she she's asking me all these questions. What do, what do you do these days? And I look at her. I said, "Do you really want to know?" And her response, she she just stopped <laughs> and got this this dear 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 looking at oncoming headlights look. And I told her, "If you don't want to know, don't ask." So, um, I don't know if that helped things at all, or <laughs> just made her even even believe that suspicion even more. So, we'll find out. I think that was a good way to handle it, actually. I'm sick of answering questions. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say things, and God damn it, if she asks me again, I'm going to blow up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let stuff out. And <laughs> if I don't have a family after that point, then so be it. Greedy? Yo. Sean, I can need a little bit of therapy, man. Are you okay? I don't know. I might need therapy. You know any good uh, lifestyle therapists? I'm not sure. Do we? <laughs> I don't know. Do we? <laughs> well, I believe that you had something to say about that particular type of topic. I do. <laughs> you know that look that I told you that my mom gave me? headlights. <laughs> right now, not yours, is lo- looking like that. Hmm. Yeah, I believe we had a couple of conversations about kink-friendly therapy. Yes. All right. Okay, so you did talk to our guest before the show about the topics. Yes, I okay. did. Okay. <laughs> I-, I did. I was worried there for a second, man. You always worry about me. With good reason. Kink-friendly therapy. What can you tell us about it? Uh, it's what I'm aspiring to do. And <laughs> I love it. I freaking love it. <laughs> Are you okay, Grady? Are you going to stay here to do it? I am planning to be here for another, I don't know, six years. 
So after you've got your degree, after you've got your license to practice, you're still going to be in town for it? Mm-hmm. Thank you. And I, d- I do have my degree. I graduated in uh, 17. Oh, forgive me. I... It's okay. You didn't know. How long until you get your license? Um, probably, I'm hoping t- if I stay on track that I'll have my license in 20. Okay. So. So next year. I, yeah, I'm I'm getting my hours right now, working on that. Nice. You have to have 3,000 hours and then take a big test. Oh, wow. So. Um, a lot of time. So I'm getting my hours right now. I'm doing sessions. And um, so I'm working with a LGBTQ plus community. And, okay. Um, the alphabet soup. The alphabet soup. <laughs> Yeah. I'm sorry. There, like I respect the struggle, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, go. But all the letters, alphabet soup. <laughs> That's the best I have. And allies and the families. Yeah. As well. Like I say, alphabet soup. Pretty much anybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, not anybody. There are many detractors, sadly, from just the movement of people being themselves. Yeah. What do you mean? I mean, people, like, family members, friends, like, oh, you mean you're that way? I don't know if I can be around you anymore, your kind. Yeah. Yeah. Those would be the reasons that they need people like you. (laughs) Friendly therapists to help. Exactly. Yeah. And um, providing services for free, so. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Dude. The the pros keep on building in your favor. This is that that is awesome. So once you have everything, are you going to just have your own practice in town, or? Um, I'm planning to probably join a practice that's already going because I think it's more cost effective that way. Okay. For me, um, I think starting a practice would be you know pretty expensive, renting an office and all that kind of stuff. A little bit daunting. Yeah. So. Do you know somebody in town that would be uh, accepting of a lifestyle-friendly therapist? Yes. Good. Okay. Good. I have a supervisor right now that's um, looking after um, me doing my hours. So um, a licensed clinical social worker. Excellent. So um, we, we've talked about doing um, having a practice. So, okay. Yeah. And he has a practice already. Nice. So. Yeah, so he's in the community, so. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. In our community? Mm-hmm. And Greedy looks like a deer in headlights now. <laughs> so, um, so after after this episode, I'd, I'd like to ask you about this person because I don't want to out them on the episode. Exactly. But um, I, if 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 it's okay, I'd, I'd like to know who that is. All right. Okay. No problem. Um, right. So. Sorry, listener land. You don't get to know. <laughs> not yet, anyway. <laughs> no, not yet. Yeah. I kind of want their practice to be not your alphabet soup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be funny. <laughs> that, would, that would be funny to me and only me. Everybody else would be like, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> not yep. your alphabet soup therapy. The, uh, the seven people that listen to this podcast would get it. <laughs> I'm sorry, six of them. One's in the UK. They'll probably never show up in Bakersfield, California. <laughs> Why do you keep stalking the UK listener? I don't know, because it's fun. She may not even listen anymore. She, she may have gotten not. scared off by you. You know, and that, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. It'd be I cool if she got scared, scared off. Somebody off. That's not cool, man. We want to keep listeners. Rawr. 
That, <laughs> what we really need is we need patrons. Yeah, we do. We yeah. have one. Hey, we have one, and we love that one. We do. We absolutely do. Thank you, She's Nikki. coming out to visit us. Is she? She is. Uh, I want to say uh, August. Uh, sometime, sometime summer break. Um, she's uh, She's got family here, so she'll be flying out, and we're going to get her on the podcast. And we're going to be able to play D&D with her in person? Yes, we are. <laughs> that will be an epic day. She'll actually get to touch her own uh, minis for once. Right. <laughs> Oh, it's going to be fun. It will be. Nikki, we love you. <laughs> so my main goal is to be a kink-friendly therapist in town. Um, because there's not because many of those. I don't know if there are any. Oh. Um, there might be, and I'm just not aware. So I'm trying to network and find who's out there right now and then i can have you know build a list of of people that are friendly for the community to go see um what's the website for um i think i know where you're going ncsf yes uh national coalition for sexual freedom um i want to say their website is ncsfreedom.org uh i'll check that that right now yeah yeah Okay. Um, they actually have a listing of uh, lifestyle-friendly professionals. Nice. Um, I don't know that there are any in Bakersfield. Okay. I, when I checked them, this was two or three years ago, the first mm-hmm. time I checked them, um, there weren't any lifestyle professionals in Bakersfield. So okay. I don't know if that's changed. I haven't checked recently. Um, I mean, but we've, we've had two Fifty Shades movies since then. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me started. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> See, now I want to. <laughs> Please tell us your opinions of Fifty Shades. <laughs> <laughs> that that high, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because we all need our own private jets and you know mil- millionaire parties to go to our kink in, right? Right. Because that's realistic. Oh yeah. <laughs> Greedy, are you looking up the site? Yeah, I am. I've been train doing training to be a sex therapist on top of phrasing. I want you to come out right. A sex therapist on bottom. <laughs> <laughs> it, it it all depends on the the patient's perspective. <laughs> it would be their perspective whether they're. On top. <laughs> I can I can see them wanting to be on top too. <laughs> Uh, just depends on which side of the slash they, they follow on. Bottom as well. What's that, Greedy? Huh? What'd you say? I can see them wanting to be on bottom as well. All right. <laughs> I was just saying. I wonder. Which, it all depends on what side of the slash they follow on. Uh. It's through the Bueller Institute. Bueller Institute. Mm-hmm. What is that? They offer sex therapy training. Oh. So I'm doing their program. Okay. Everything's coming out sexual right now. <laughs> That's Everything's, Everything's coming. Everything's coming out. Yep. <laughs> It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> uh, we love. But I'm almost done with that program. Almost so. finished. <laughs> yeah, I'm almost finished. <laughs> I'd like to. I'd like to join up with uh, the Kinsey Institute. They've got. They've got a. Uh, a couple of studies going on right now. Um, one of them is uh, related to why men don't know where the G spot is. Stupidity. 
they need to be shown, maybe? Yeah. Well, here's the, here's the thing. There's some women that don't even understand how they work down there, to my knowledge. Like, I've seen... I didn't know for a long time. See, so you understand, like, there are women that just, they aren't introduced to these things. They aren't taught about these things, even by the women that they're, they're, they should be learning things from. You know, friends, parents, whoever. Like, oh, hey, I know of this thing. You know, this will help you in life a lot. Because <laughs> mm. uh, what show was I watching? Um, I mean, who teaches women that? Huh? Who teaches women that? That's something nobody does right now. I mean, yeah. It, it's just uh, they better go out and learn for themselves. Yeah. Um, Orange is the New Black. Uh, I remember there was an episode where they didn't realize that um, there were two holes. <laughs> one to pee out of and the one they actually come out of. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the girls uh, in the scene, she's taking a mirror to herself like oh there are two down there yes there are yes uh <laughs> women and men you need to get familiar with what you have down there mm-hmm. yeah get very familiar with it understand how your body works that's the best way to teach somebody else how I to mean, work your body <laughs> exactly write your own fucking owner's manual write the, write the user's manual so you can explain hey this is how you get best results hey greedy exactly. yeah what's a user's manual uh something i first heard of from uh, a gal named cunning minx uh she's she's another podcaster uh doesn't does a show called uh polyamory weekly um in in her book eight things i wish i'd known about polyamory before i tried it and fracked it all up she uh she outlines the basics of writing a an owner's manual or a user's manual, whatever you want to call it. Um, but it's it's a it's an introspective of who you are. Okay, uh, things that turn you on, things that turn you off, things that you want, things that you need, things that you absolutely refuse to do. Um, but it's it's something you write out, and it's going to be a fluid document. So it's it's always going to evolve. Um, but if you can get down on paper what you need, what you want, what you refuse, you know, the things that turn you on, things that turn you off, and basic life stuff, and hand that to somebody that is potentially or already a partner, then they are going to be better equipped to come into that relationship. Like, um, uh, the, the story she tells, um, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to screw this up, I know it, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, she... She printed hers out, and she uses it as a demo anytime she teaches a class on doing uh, relationship stuff. So her owner's manual is out there. There's a guy, um, goes by Lusty Guy. Uh, they, are, they are together now. They have been for several years. Uh, he got a copy of it before their first date. So when he showed up to their first date in a kilt... It was like, oh my God, yes, this is the right one. You know? But he'd read the manual. So he knew that that was one of the things that turns her on. And the important thing is that he followed he the manual. He did. He followed her manual. And she talks about it a lot. Like Over the last several years, she's talked about how he's, he's nailed one thing or another in <laughs> her manual. Including her. Yeah, including her. I'm sure, I'm sure including her. Minx, you're freaking hot. Um, but yeah, the, the owner's manual, it's... It's a great idea. It's something that everybody should be doing. So do I need to tag Cunning Minx in this 
yes. episode as well? Yes, you do. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm going to do it right now. <laughs> it's not up yet. No, it's not. <laughs> but I'm still going to say, hey, listen for our next episode. <laughs> what we need is we need to figure out a way to get let call-ins happen so we can get people that are not local. Okay. We love our local listeners, but we want to be countrywide, worldwide. Worldwide. Universal-wide. We're going global with this, baby. <laughs> what did you say down yours? I said absolutely. Absolutely. I also plan to do online therapy. Oh. So. Um, that can be helpful. It's, uh, there's a certain website that is HIPAA compliant, which I don't know. Do you guys know what that is? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Okay. HIPAA, HIPAA is the uh, insurance, or basically uh, privacy policies. Privacy policies, yeah. yeah that uh, ensure confidentiality. And so it's HIPAA compliant, and it's through a webcam. Mm-hmm. And so the sessions would be done. I could work from home and see people worldwide. So, that would be cool. Yeah. That would be totally cool. It would be awesome, <laughs> All I'm thinking is she's going to run into some, and I'm not trying to shame here, but some strange clients, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Well, there are some strange people in Bakersfield that are into lifestyle. I, I've met several of them. Only several? More than I care to divulge on the air. All right. Well, I'm strange, so. You? Nah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she is. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why we like her so much. <laughs> yes, that's the only reason. That's, that's, that's all there is. One of. <laughs> Greedy, what are you looking at now? I'm looking at something I was sent. Sorry. Is it porn again? No. So do you have any questions about therapy or anything? Um, greedy. To put people's mind at ease, you have the, the same uh, Hippocratic Oath as uh, physicians, yes? Like, you, you, what, what's said, do no in, wrong what's and said no in session is... To be confidential in session, uh, while you may talk about it with uh, other professionals in a anonymous way. Yes, I, I suppose that would be the way to put it. Um, you you won't divulge details to other people. Is that accurate? Exactly. Right now, the way it's set up is my supervisor is the only one that I talk to about the cases. However, just because it's my own comfort level, I don't use any names when I talk to my supervisor because that's just. I just felt more comfortable that way. Okay. So I do talk about uh, certain situations that I might discuss with a patient or client. Get that second opinion on what you're go- on what you're working on. Exactly. Like this type of situation came up. What do you think about you know that or whatever type of thing? But get advice and things like that. But I don't say names. Good. Good. Yeah. Uh, so. So basically, if, if somebody lifestyle is looking for a therapist, the, the only therapist I've ever been to here in town is he, he roots his therapy in religion. and Not for you. Not Definitely not for me. Okay. For somebody else, but not for you. Yeah, we all have our kinks, and no, <laughs> that's, that's cool. Okay. Uh, religion but, is his kink? Yes. The way I'm going to get some flack for this, but the way I see religion is it's an addiction. You know, it's in 
in a couple of the churches that I went to, um, they speak in tongues, they dance, they they lose themselves in their worship. Yes. And, you know, that's cool. I, I, I can appreciate it. But they talk about how they felt God, how they felt a connection, how they they got amped, how they got whatever. It's it's a it's a chemical high. It's it's an emotional high. Yeah. And they go back to church every single week for it, you know? That combined with the the aspect of people being one person in church and somebody completely different outside. That's why that's why I don't I don't do church now. Um, I was going somewhere specific with this, and now I don't remember where. It's okay. It happened. Therapist, yes. <laughs> um, so, so the therapist that I went to as a kid is uh, very, very seated in religion. And every therapy session I went to with him, I, I never felt that I could trust him. That's I, not I good. Always, no, it's not. But I was a kid, and my parents had me going to it. So what could I do? You know, uh, I, I, I always felt like he was going to judge me based on church. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I've always had a, a sour taste in my mouth about therapists mm-hmm. because of that experience. Um, not yours. You're not. Sour, I don't have. Right? I don't have any any issue with what you're saying. I <laughs> I really do wish you the very best you can possibly do. Thank you. I hope she's not sour. <laughs> I haven't tasted, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, you didn't see the look she just she just had. We're like, huh? Am I sour? <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> so greedy. Yeah. I think. I think we're about there. We're about there. Did you have anything else that you want to speak on? Uh, no, just if anybody's interested in finding out more information, to they can message me on FET. Mm-hmm. But don't just try to add me as a friend. Just send me a message. Okay. And your I will have your FET name in the show notes for this. All right. Uh, greedy, awesome. final, final thoughts. thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> dick. Uh, okay. Awesome's final thought is that I'm a dick. No, that's not the final thought. You just said that. That's not the final thought. <laughs> uh, well, uh, no. Final thought for me is kink therapy sounds like an amazing thing. Not a therapy because you're kinky, but just a therapist that will still help you even if you are kinky. And I am very happy that you're. Heading towards that goal, I, I think I think uh, you need to take it a step further. The fact that she's going to be offering services free, specifically for kinky or uh, uh, LGBTQ plus. That's that's what you said, yeah. Mm-hmm. Alphabet soup. Alphabet soup people. <laughs> the idea that she's doing this and and seeking out the people. In our lifestyle, in alternative lifestyles, that's that says something tremendous about her. I mean, I agree. Doing it not 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 for the dollar. <laughs> yeah, not for the dollar, not not because, but or not not even if, but in fact because they are. That that's that says tremendous amounts about your character. I, I just very much like to thank you. So thank you. that's my final thought on it. So my final thought led into your final thought. Yeah, it did. It really did. It, it was almost. It almost seems like it was planned, but it wasn't. It was not. <laughs> Segway. Uh, 
<laughs> now yours. Any final thoughts from you? Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> ah, the innuendos continue. <laughs> that they do. We were very happy to have you. We'd be happy to have you again. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Greedy. Oh, my God. You are horrible. I know. Do you know why you're horrible? Okay, real quick, before before we sign off, um, black or white? Hmm? Choose a color. Black or white? Black. Black. Okay. I'm assuming you know what Cards Against Humanity is, right? Yes. Okay. So um, anytime we have a new guest, and admittedly this is at the end of the episode, so we aren't going to get to read the uh, read the card. Um, look for it in the show notes, though. Yes. Uh, anytime we have a new guest on, we have them fill out a card for our Cards Against Humanity house pack. Um, if you would, please, you know how, how Cards Against Humanity works, right? Mm-hmm. Fill out this black card um, at your leisure, and it will be played the next game night we have here. Yep. All right. Okay. So, yeah. All that said, don't break your toys. <laughs> what? You're just trying to steal all my thunder, aren't you? <laughs> Greedy. Yo. You're horrible. Uh, Pralines. Uh, I wasn't even going to say that. <laughs> you know, listeners, thanks for coming out to the Gotham Press. Greedy already said my sign off. So you all have a great whatever time of day it is. We are out. Peace.